This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Friday, October 28th. We're 11 days out to the midterm elections, and it's looking like a tsunami red wave. We can't be complacent. We got to run through the tape, give it our 100%. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast this morning. Got a little bit of a cold this morning, but hey, we're we're in the fight. 39 degrees out. Going to get up to about 58 today. We got some nice, cool full fall weather. All right, these are your top five headlines. Let's start off with headline number five. Germany dismantles wind farm to expand coal mine. From Town Hall, in the throes of an energy crisis, a German energy company is moving forward with plans to dismantle a wind farm adjacent to its coal mine in order to expand operations. The removal of one of the wind farms, eight wind turbines, occurred last week, with two more coming down next year. Fox News, North Rhine, Westphalia's Ministry for Economic and Energy Affairs repeatedly had advocated against the destruction of the wind turbines. Quote, in the current situation, all potential for the use of renewable energy should be exhausted as much as possible, and existing turbines should be in operation for as long as possible, end quote, a ministry spokesman said in a statement earlier this week. Okay, so all of this climate change, Green New Deal stuff, it's all starting to collapse in front of the far leftists. It just doesn't work. I mean, it may help a little bit, maybe 1% or 2%, but you can't stop all energy production on fossil fuels and just expect for these renewable solar farms and wind farm, turbine farms to be able to replace fossil fuels. And Germany had a big wake-up call when they lost all their energy from Russia. So this is a wake-up call for all the emerging nations around the world not to follow this path, like we saw what happened in Sri Lanka. It's a very serious problem over there because of the radical leftist uh, climate idea, which is really a Marxist ideology at the root of it. So Germany is uh, showing us what happens when you go full tilt into renewable energies, and you create yourself a very serious problem. It's going to be a rough winter for the Germans this year. So let that be a lesson to all of us. All right, headline number four. Chuck Schumer gives President Biden brief rundown of midterm races. Fox News, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on Thursday admitted in a hot mic moment that Pennsylvania Senate Democratic candidate John Fetterman hurt his chances with a shaky debate performance Tuesday night. J.M. Rieger, Schumer to Biden on the midterms. It looks like the debate didn't hurt us too much in Pennsylvania as of today, so that's good. We're picking up steam in Nevada. The state where we're going downhill is Georgia. It's hard to believe that they will go for Herschel Walker. Politico, following the debate between Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican nominee Mehmet Oz on Tuesday, Democrats projected confidence 
that the party could still claim the highly competitive seat. But in private, many within the party were fretting at Fetterman's health struggles, which were on clear display in the debate as he struggled to communicate following a stroke could cost Democrats a key seat in maintaining their majority. Yeah, do you think so? I mean, anybody that watched that debate, it was a complete and total disaster, a train wreck. Fetterman was obviously incapable of holding down that Senate seat. The polls came out 82% for Oz and only 18% for Fetterman. So it's, it didn't go well for the Democrats. And it's karma coming back to these guys. It's going to be a tsunami, red wave. They're going to find out on November the 9th. They're going to wake up and realize what the heck happened. And they deserve every bit of it because they destroyed our country, their policies, their leadership, everything from inflation, immigration, and crime. Those are the top three concerns that the American people have, and they failed on every one of those top three concerns. And that's why they're going to get voted out. All right, headline number three. President Biden claims gas prices were over $5 when he took office from the Daily Caller. President Joe Biden falsely spoke about gas prices under the Trump administration Thursday, claiming the most common price of gas was over $5 when he took office. The national average price of gas was $2.39 on January 23, 2021, days after Biden took office. The national average price of gas did not reach $5 until June of 2022 under the Biden administration, and it remained under $3 for the entirety of the Trump administration. From Town Hall, Biden, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office, end quote. The average price of gas when Joe Biden took office was actually $2.39. So there you go. I mean, it's so blatant. It's just, uh, I mean, it's a joke. I mean, anybody can go check that uh, information out. Just shows you bumbling Joe Biden doesn't know his his rear end from uh, his nose. And he is obviously gaslighting the people before the midterm elections. And that's exactly why we need to uh, send them a message on uh, November the 8th. Because, first of all, he lies And he tries to tell us that what we see is not really what you see, but the American people are not stupid. They can uh, figure it out when they go to the gas pump, when they go to buy their groceries, when they go to rent their homes or buy their homes. It's a complete disaster. We're going to send them a message on November the 8th. All right, headline number two. Biden's chief of staff violates Hatch Act. No disciplinary action taken. From the Associated Press, top aide Ron Klan got it wrong this time and will be more careful, the White House said Thursday. The memo, dated Wednesday, said Klain ran afoul of the Hatch Act, which prohibits government officials from using their official roles to influence elections, including supporting candidates while acting in their official capacities. The message Klain retweeted on May 22nd from Strike Pact, a Democratic group, was about delivering infant formula to Americans. But the message also included the encouragement, quote, get your Democratic delivery merc today, end quote. No disciplinary action will be pursued in the office, and an independent government watchdog that monitors violations of the Hack Act considered the matter closed. From hot air, under the provisions of the law in question, 
Anyone found guilty of violating the Hatch Act can be removed from federal service, take a reduction in grade, be debarred from federal service for up to five years, and be suspended or receive a letter of reprimand. Okay, this is just the two-tier system that we all see, the justice system. I mean, they Hunter Biden, blind eye. Joe Biden, blind eye. We could go on and on with all the different ways in which the Democrats view things and how they treat, the DOJ treats uh, citizens January 6th, and it's uh, a two-tier justice system. And this is what is creating this tsunami wave that you see that we're, that's never happened in our history. You'll see when you wake up on November 9th. Democrats are moving over, independents, Republicans. It's going to be a huge wake-up call. We're going to put the Democrats so far behind, it'll be impossible for them to recover. That's what we got coming on Tuesday, November the 8th. Make sure you get out and vote. All right, headline number one. Democratic Representative Sean Patrick Maloney and Julia Brownlee in tough races despite Biden handedly carrying their districts. From the Daily Mail, President Biden called a prominent New York rabbi and offered him unfettered access to the White House in exchange for throwing his support behind Representative Sean Patrick Maloney, chair of Democratic's campaign arm, who is locked in a tight race. Focus on his own race against Republican Assemblyman Mike Lawler on November 8th. It has turned into a toss-up race, despite Biden carrying the district by 10 points. From Politico, Yet his isn't the only district where President Joe Biden romped in 2020, only for the GOP to now surge to a degree few Democratic anticipated months ago. There's growing panic about Democratic-leaning seats flipping in the Portland suburbs and in California where Representative Julia Brownlee, Democrat of California, who has warned colleagues her deep blue seat could be in trouble. Reporter Sarah Ferris, it's not just Maloney sweating it out in a Biden plus 10 rep. Julie Brownlee has been dealing up California Dems for helping her Biden plus 20 seat. A recent poll showed her up by one point. Sources tell me and Ali Mutnick that in addition to Dem fears in reliability, blue Oregon minus five and Oregon minus 06. They're in, they're in trouble. They're on the ropes right now, folks. And we got to we got to keep pushing. We got to keep driving. We can't let up on the gas. We got to accelerate more. We've got to push more. We got to be more serious. And we've got to get out there and just light the fire, get the people moving. We want to see a, a disastrous tsunami wave that just, just goes everywhere. The water's just in every little nook and cranny that you can see and just sweeps these nutcases, these radical. Dems that have completely gone off the, the plantation. They've gone into areas that no American ever thought would be possible for a political party. And the day of reckoning is coming very soon, in 11 days from now. And I hope everybody that can hear my voice will get out there and do their constitutional and citizenship responsibility and make sure that you vote. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Friday. October 28th, 2022. Thanks for joining me on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. We'll see you next Monday. Have a great weekend. God bless everybody. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandermark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 